Yes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Axe Playlist Podcast, where we create, share, and discuss the perfect listens. Featuring? <laughs> Featuring <laughs> the Axe. <laughs> because this is the Axe Playlist Podcast. Yes. And also featuring yes. me, your co-pilot. <laughs> the co-pilot. Deanna. Yeah. That's a good sign-on name. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess. Deanna. Yeah. Am I your co-pilot, Deanna? Yeah, co-pilot, Deanna. Co-pilot. Okay. Like- um, so today, yeah. our, our matter of business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> today we're talking about our 2023 wrapped on Spotify. That was a good... A very good fun. It's such a fun tool. Yes. Like, anybody who has Spotify, it will let you know what your 2023 looked like in music. Yes. Yeah. By It breaks it down uh, across quite a few categories. It's like the time that you listened to, how much you listened to. Yeah, it does like your top songs, your top artists, what your listening style is. A recap um, of how you basically use the app. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like it basically, it tracks like, you know, what month you listen to music the most. I think mine was April. Yeah. And connects you with your uh, most, the people that listen most like you. So mine yeah. was in Canada. Mine was in Missoula. <laughs> Freaking ignoramus! I'm gonna look at where Missoula is. Oh, it's in Montana. It is in Montana. That's, yeah, that's where like uh, part of the members of Pearl Jam are from there. Oh, really? One of their like one of their things that they do is they will go and play at bars under pseudonyms. Yeah, a city in Montana. Yep. Well, you- hello, people in Missoula. Apparently, I listen to things that you like. Yeah. <laughs> The people that listen like me live in Nairobi, Canada. <laughs> Nairobi? Nairobi? No. <laughs> that sounds like it's in Africa, I think. There's Naomi, Naya, something. <laughs> I, I texted it. I'll have to look for it later. Yeah. Mine is in some place in Canada that's pretty close to Washington. Oh, right on. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it? It's yeah. like, that's where kind of a lot of the grunge is. And then, like, the current kind of grunge that I listen to is all from Canada. Like, I yeah, I really do get into their stuff, so. Yeah, you've been into Canadian singers for a long time. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, like, starting to get into, like, the 20-year mark. Really? I've realized since, wow. like, my Matthew Good Obsession started. So <laughs> that's how old that is. Wow. Yeah, and I've only been once. <laughs> and we stayed in Niagara Falls, so we stayed in the American side. Um. We were on the Canadian side. I mean, I know, but it's America. It's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a It's North of- America, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's North America. It was really nice. Everybody was so polite. Yeah, it was beautiful. Kind group. Absolutely beautiful. But, but anyway, yeah. let's get into this. So what we did was we looked at our rap mm-hmm. and decided that we were going to discuss our top five songs for the year. We're going to unwrap. And we're going to unwrap. <laughs> this is a song unboxing. Yes. <laughs> if anybody else is into unboxing videos, this one <laughs> Yours, I think, is the most epic. We have to start with you. Oh, no. Mine's retarded. No, it's the best. I love this. <laughs> we're going to do it. Oh, man. Okay. So, um, top five songs for 2023. Yeah. My 
Should we? Are we going to start from five or from one? We're going to start from one. One. We'll go one to one. And okay. you're, you're number one first. All right. Yeah. So it's not going to be like a countdown and a big reveal. We're just taking our pants off right now. Deep. Yeah. Okay. We're jumping right in. <laughs> All right. So my number one song. <laughs> feel too vulnerable. This is a safe space. <laughs> I just know I'm going to be made fun of. <laughs> 2023. Anna's most listened to song in 2023. But yeah. Is It's All Coming Back to Me Now by Celine Dion. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. It's so dramatic. And if you've seen the music video, she's in like this huge dress and she's running, so it's like flowing behind her. (laughs) She's in like this huge like house or whatever, like a mansion or a castle. It's hard to not be in front of a fan and like to be in front of a fan and not be Celine Dion is what I mean to say. Yeah. Like a standing rotating fan Mm -hmm. with your hair flowing. Yeah. 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 Maybe like a nice loose scarf. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. all the clothes have to be made of chiffon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In order for that to work appropriately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a... The playlist that you made, that that is the first song on. Yeah, it's the very first song on the Drama Queen's The Shower Concert. I love that. That's... And it's a mix that I made that was <laughs> all of these, like, really just dramatic songs that you could like scream sing to because at work everything was really stressful and I needed like an outlet. A theatrical outlet. Yeah. Because if I'm not having a mental breakdown then I at least need to be like in the drama club. Yeah. So. Engaging all of my faculties. Yeah. I need a release for all of these emotions. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah I just like sit in my chair in my little in my little office Mm. and I would scream sing while I was working. And I work from home so that's not a problem i'm not like disturbing (laughs) and i live kind of far from my neighbors so they don't have to hear me i was alone in the experience yeah yeah yeah. i didn't you know experience any kind of like first-hand embarrassment on that one we i listened to it i work from home as well Mm -hmm. and my work felt like a garbage fire as well and i felt really empowered when I was singing, baby, 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 <laughs> alone in my pajamas in the living room on yeah. a Tuesday morning. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if you feel like you got to stand up and twirl or like I do a, like a really dramatic fist pump in the air or something. That's like, what lift desks are for. Yeah. You can work and power ballad at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing what you can do in Excel while also <laughs> singing along with Celine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a beautiful experience. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, that, like I was saying before this, th- this album was like a staple in the car when I was a kid, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, so perfect. it's like every song on this album is great. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this this song, I, uh, I don't know. I just really have a flair for the dramatic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. I like that. I've been accused of being in the g- drama club during Halloween season because of the amount of tutus I like to wear. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get called out on that, so yeah. I understand. I was the, a theater kid. The drama increases when you increase petticoats. <laughs> I have four. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get into your number one song. I feel like it's a lot cooler than mine. Mine feels like I could pa-pa-pa-pa. Yeah. Both pinkies up. Definitely. Um, 
I it's hot for a crime. The band is hot for a crime, and the song is it's hard for me to say it, so I have to sing it the way they sing it. You ain't mine. <laughs> That's how they sing it. Yeah, in like a pure Danae fashion. Yes, I did not hear this song until today. Yeah, your number one song. Actually, whenever you have a song that you severely enjoy, <laughs> you always hoard it. I don't know that that's true. I think I put this on a playlist. No, I don't think so. I'm going to check. I think I might not have shared the playlist. What playlist is it on? <laughs> I think it's If I Was Your Boyfriend, but I'm not positive. No, it's not. Okay, then maybe no. No. Okay. <laughs> maybe I kept it. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, you do that. You're always like, oh, this is my favorite song. I can't share it with anybody. Yeah, it's, um, I listened to it a pretty severe amount of times, um, I don't know how many minutes I didn't. That would have yeah. been good data. My thing said that it was, I listened to it 15 times, uh-huh. which doesn't seem like a lot. But uh-huh. for me, I don't like obsessively listen over and over and over again to a song. So 15 times is a lot. Yeah, that I would. that's probably what I did in a day for that song. Yeah. Easily. Like, because I found it. So Spotify introduced it to me. They were like, I had listened to a playlist that you made and then a playlist that I made back to back. And then just let Spotify continue on from what it learned that that in that hour from me. Yeah. And that was the first song that they played based off of that listening session. And it was their first single of the of this year. So like it's a new band. And I think they're from California. And that was their first single. And I listened to it a lot so much on the way home from work that day. I played it for the bin. And the heathen. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I this is my new favorite song, I think, of all time this year. And he was like, okay. And I was like, Spotify picked it for me. And he kept waiting for it to suck. He was like, we're just, and then he just went, okay. Yeah. Like, I I will say, I am going to say, I am a liar. Uh-huh. You did put it on if I was your boyfriend. Huh? It, it was the one? first song on there. Number one. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, because my favorite part is when he says, that ass. Yeah. <laughs> Makes my day. <laughs> yeah, but it's followed by Too Pretty, which was like one of my favorite songs on there. That one So almost, I think I overlooked it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one almost didn't make that playlist because I that one is a deep cut for me. It felt like letting you read a page of my journal, sharing it. Uh, but yeah, the very first song was <laughs> was my new favorite song, and that's how I sandwiched it. Like, yeah. here, these are two things I really enjoy back to back. Yeah, yeah. This one was a... This one was a very personal one for you. It was. But I enjoyed it. But yeah, I forgot that song was on there. Ah, See? Hot for crime. Yeah, you did share it. I did. And I shared it pretty quick after falling in love with it. I was surprised to find out that that was my my most listened to. I really thought it was going to be a David Bowie song. Yeah. But that's for later. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. My number two song I wasn't surprised about. I actually thought it was going to be my number one song because, like, I I have listened to it quite a bit. And, yeah. And, like, I, I know I have. It's, like, almost in every time I'm in the car. Like, I'm listening to this one. And it is Psychos by Jenny Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I like how these, they, the title sounds so aggressive. Yeah. For what actually happens. Yeah. And that song, it's so just, like. It's the Fleetwood Mackie sounding Ooh, song, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's like what we were saying. It's like a good bell sleeve. Yes. Like just waving in the wind, you yeah, know? Yeah, with some incense. Yeah. Some like Chloe scarves mm-hmm. over some lamps. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice tune. How did you come across that one? 
Um, I put that one on my look at mix and it was just because I was listening to like those for you songs mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, based off of your listening, these are songs you might like. This is like the Spotify found. Yeah. 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 Spotify presented this little one to me and it was like, you like listening to folk music quite a bit. <laughs> you might enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I like when they do that. It's kind of a surprise. It's like, yeah. whoa, I don't, when they nail it, they nail it. Yeah. I I feel like that's not an experience that you get with other apps. No. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah. I know some people that refuse to use Spotify. I don't use any other apps, so I'm biased. (laughs) I've tried some other ones. I'm biased, too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, I think it's for people that moved from Pandora, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't the people that had, like the iTunes set up and curated special and everything. It was like, you know, us Pandora gremlins that were just listening to whatever Pandora spit out at us. Yeah. I, <laughs> I never recovered from LimeWire. Oh God. So I think that I was too dumb to figure out. <laughs> I needed LimeWire. And when I, they took it from me, I was one of those curated Apple people that converted all of my media over. And, yeah. And now I don't even use that device. Nope. This is the happiest I've been with a streaming service or a music service since LimeWire. Yeah. So. Congratulations, Spotify. Yeah. That's high praise, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's really nice to get into, like, the different little genres and, like, corners of things that you never would have explored. When Yeah, because the thing is, is it listens to you and is like, you might like this, instead of being, like, another person that's like, I think you might like this. Yeah, Secretly or I like it, so I want to show it off to somebody and I'm going to pretend like you're going to like it. Yeah, like... I want to be the person that picks out all of the songs because I want to find all of the deep cuts. (laughs) I want want you to listen to this, not because I think you'll like it, but because I want you to know that I know it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're basically like, I'm going to jerk off in front of you and you're going to watch. Yes. (laughs) I hate listening to playlists like that so much. Like, you need to put on a song or two that I can sing to. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, I I love singing in the car. Yes. So if I get a mix where it's like, I can't jam to this. I'm not I'm listening like, to it. It's like, I can listen to a song and enjoy it, but I'm not going to listen to it again. Yeah, like, it's one of the, it goes from being an experience where it's like, oh, I'm going to have fun to being like, did I get in trouble for something? Yeah. Are you punishing me? Like, do you want me to, like, clap for you later when I'm done listening to this? Yeah. <laughs> Like, did you, I feel like, I feel like you're trying to tell me that you don't like me yeah. because of the songs that you've picked out for me. Yeah. Please don't do this to me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite of what this song is. Yeah. Yeah. It did give me that, like, I can't remember what the name of the song is, is it? But she says, wait a minute, wait a minute, baby. I th- it's the I th- it's dreams the Fleetwood Mac song oh, okay. is dreams yeah that's the song that's yeah. what that song rem- this song reminds me of that song okay yeah yeah it's I really like that vibe. I feel it it's the closest to that kind of like Tom Petty vibe yeah and like I haven't listened to any of her other songs which yeah. is kind of like a bad mark on me because it's like I feel like if you like something like that much then you know explore more I tried that with Hot for Crime though. Didn't work. I just really like, you ain't mine. <laughs> that ass, though. <laughs> Mix my name. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, did, yeah. I didn't listen to their whole album. I tried a couple other songs, and then I was like, mm. Mm, Maybe it's just this song that's yeah. for me. I really like the bad, bad baby, you 
wait, my like there's just so much like ridiculous chanting happening in it. Yeah. So that's that's as deep as I go to. Yeah. I get it. Right on. Yeah. And so your number two was my number two was Celebrity Skin. Yeah. By Hole. Yes. That happened because of you. <laughs> yeah. You made me a playlist with that on it like ten years ago. Oh, uh, I've been pushing hole on you for years. Yeah, and which I was sounds inappropriate, and it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, garbage and hole for years. It's been like a like a quiet plan of yours yeah. to get me to. But that song this year really, I listen to it all of the time. <laughs> like every time I'm in the car, I listen to that song all of the time. Yeah, Ben knows all of the words now because of how much I've listened to it. So. Love it. I appreciate you <laughs> for, for, for slowly forcing that on me over the years. It's, yeah. it's been a nice, it's been a really great resurgence. Mm-hmm. And I think that also circles back to another mix that you previously made, though, that it had hole or garbage on it, and it was the other. Oh, I really dig uh, Northern Star. So that's yeah. probably the one that was on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And then I'm only happy when it rains. Oh yeah, that one's a yeah. that one's a given. That one's really good. There was a handful that you made a playlist early on in the year. There was a handful of songs that were like back to back, just like mm, '90s chick. Oh yeah, anger. <laughs> I really enjoy chick that. bands are my specialty. Yeah, I appreciate that because like I don't pick out my own chick bands, so yeah. I appreciate the ones that you've cultivated for me over time. Hell yeah, dude! It's very nice. I'm slowly infiltrating your dad rock. Yeah. I've become your stepmom. I know. That's pretty nice. It's like the dad rock is getting weird. People, when I like, you know, you make conversation with, and you get to know other people. Like, I don't like hanging out with like the dudes in their mid to late forties that still wear their baseball cap backwards. Yeah. Like if gross. You, yeah. That just, it's so. Yeah. Retire the baseball cap, fellas. You need to. Yeah. Especially if you're going to wear it backwards while also wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. That's, That's really stupid. <laughs> That's a really stupid look. But yeah, like yeah. I, I really do need to, I need to broaden my horizon so that I'm not talking to a bunch of divorced dads. So it's pretty yeah. nice. It's nice. <laughs> Mix that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I mean, like, say what you want about Courtney Love, but... She puts it all out there. She really does. Yeah. She doesn't... She, she might be a garbage person, but she doesn't hide anything from you. No, she explains why everybody is garbage. Yeah. I feel. She's like, I'm just more garbage than you are. I Yeah, like, my favorite thing that I think I've seen her in is the roast of Pamela Anderson. <laughs> She's a shameless, shameless human being on that stage. Yeah. And Pamela Anderson only agreed to do it because they all agreed that they would dedicate the proceeds to PETA or whatever it was. Oh, whatever. Yeah. And so she was sitting on the, you know, she's just sitting there like, oh, great, here we go. And Courtney Love and her, I guess, are like best friends. So <laughs> Of course they are. Cor- yeah, Courtney Love just showed up and <laughs> Courtney was Courtney like, Love was a stripper and Pam Anderson has a sex tape, so. Yeah, like they're <laughs> best friends. And then I guess like she just was just, she was pretty rock and roll about the whole thing. Everybody was really talking about the sex tape, which mm-hmm. Pamela Anderson is overhearing about, obviously. But uh, just Courtney, Courtney just being up there like, I love her, she's amazing, and just constantly cheerleading her while also being drunk enough to, like, fall out of her chair. Oh, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and things like that. It was like, you bring the train wreck so that you look 
Oh, yeah. A little bit more composed. Yeah, like, she will show up shit-faced yeah. and be like, what about it? Yeah. And you'll look like a queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm shit-faced, and everybody else wishes they were. Yeah. <laughs> she was just rolled around. It was, uh, that was <laughs> really just my favorite thing to see her I in. Mean, it was kind of like, um, uh, the Potter, uh, the Harry Potter play, the puppet play. What is that? Where Draco Malfoy's, like, rolling around on the ground. Oh, it's the um, oh, it's the it's musical, the musical one, the a Harry Potter musical. Yeah, yeah, that was it. It was the Draco Malfoy rolling around on the ground <laughs> version of Courtney Love. <laughs> My father will hear about. This. Yeah, it was basically just a lot of that. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so I did really appreciate, and then like seeing her twenty years after recording that song. So imagining what she was like being a young woman with that mm-hmm. message, yeah, and then seeing how worn out she is from communicating that message yeah dude yeah. like she was that worn out recording that song perfect i mean i'm pretty sure that she was like a stripper at the age of 15 jesus christ yeah like <laughs> she, like her life story is rough it's, she's a victim to some things it sounds like we need to unpack some of her shit later hey but she doesn't walk around acting like she's a victim no she owns it she absolutely she just victimizes it. other people <laughs> dare you yeah don't size up courtney love courtney love will size you up yeah exactly (laughs) so yours number we are on number three oh we're on number three yeah yeah and we're taking a hard turn from courtney love so my number three was high women by the high women (laughs) and it's basically like a group of awesome gals singing about historically awesome gals Like, it's just, like, women support women and girl power. <laughs> very, <laughs> like, very folky and, and beautiful. In tune. Like, this is the kumbaya of yeah. female rock. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. It is. It's got a very nice, the whole, like, overall, the way it all, the strings and the gentle, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, it. it's, like, just the overall story of, like, all of these different women telling a story about, like, you all know. All these different badass yeah like they're doing like badass shit and they ended up dying for it but then like their story lives on and their strength is like reborn into other other women like living on like you know this sounds very like (laughs) peace sign and whatever ginger spice but like (laughs) 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 you know she was always the one that was like go power (laughs) yeah but yeah it's really it's really heartwarming I like that message, though, because it kind of reminds me, like, Iron Maiden gets all of their cred for talking about historical battles. Yeah. And bringing up old shit all Mm -hmm. of the time. So, like, a group of women singing about other groups of women. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And it's inclusive. That's what we talked about earlier. It was like, there's just, like... Yeah, I mean, all shapes and sizes. Like, they're all in there telling their story, and it's, it's really nice. It is. It's... It, it is. It's nice to... I can't even remember who's all in that group. Is it a super group? It is a super group. It, okay, I was gonna say it has super group vibes. Yeah, it's a super group led by Brandy Carlisle. I know that, but I can't remember who else. Oh, see, is that's in even there. better. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I wish she was my mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I love you, but <laughs> I wish Helena Bonham Carter was my mom. Yeah. As evidenced by the amount of petticoats that I have. I could see that. <laughs> I could see that for sure. Every time I get my hair to be really big and crazy and I get it to stay that way, I'm like, I was shooting for second cousin. Yeah. Twice removed. So I think I'm nailing it. What is this? Hang on. 
I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm trying to do this right. Okay. Brandy Carlisle, Natalie Hemby, Marin Morris. Oh, okay. Amanda Amanda Shires and Yola. Okay. Yeah. Which I think Yola, I have her on another Oh, I have her separately on the same mix. <laughs> and I didn't even realize she was in that super group. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you have a niche. I'm really dumb. <laughs> I just, <laughs> like, look at what you're doing. Um, but yeah, so it is. It's a super group of all of these just like badass ladies. Singing about badass ladies. Yeah. I love that. That's pretty. I like how your overall message is really like kind of kumbaya. And like- yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't I don't feel like I openly read feminist, but a really lot of do. my musical choices read feminist. They do. It surprises me. Yeah. The amount of feminism yeah. <laughs> that is in your rock choices. <laughs> I like it though. It's quite the education. <laughs> <laughs> and then my your number 3 is Black Me Out by Against Me. Yes. Yeah. That's a good rager. That one was really good. I enjoyed it. Because who doesn't who hasn't thought about pissing on the walls of somebody else's house? Yes. Somebody else's house. Somebody else's <laughs> house. I want to piss on the walls of your house. Yeah, not my house, your house. Your house. I think that that would be such an interesting like every time since the first time that I've heard it this year, because that's what happens. You just, you get really hooked on a thing. Yeah. So this year, the first time that I heard it, I was really having a bad day. And I was like, God, wouldn't that be a nice way to get back at somebody? Like, wouldn't that be the way? It's like, in my position at work, people really just come at me sometimes <laughs> swinging. And I yeah. think about things, like I told you earlier, like, you know, spitting into somebody's open mouth. Like, well, yeah, like, that's just really... I just want to... <sighs> that's really intense. Right like, into somebody's open mouth. You explore that in there. <laughs> I might have to. <laughs> That's some intense rage. To want to, like, biohazard somebody. I know. <laughs> like, here's my piss, and by the way, I'm going to spit in your mouth. I'm spit in your mouth. Like, <laughs> just like. <laughs> like, why do you need your bodily fluids <laughs> to invade somebody else? Because that's how disgusted I am. It's like, I need you to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how the logistics of that would work, though. Like, if you were to piss on the walls of somebody else's house. So I had to think about it. Okay. Because of the song. So yeah. I'm listening to it and I'm thinking about it. And I think for me, mm-hmm. what that looks like is pee bottles. Pee bottles? Yeah. You like, pee. like your spray bottles and you're just like... Yes, like I pee into a bottle. That just seems so gentle, though. Like, <laughs> no, like, but that's the thing about it. It's a gentle mist no. over everything. I think it should be like a super soaker. <laughs> like you pour the piss into a super soaker, and then it like violently splashes against the wall. Like that's my visual. I like that. That's a good one. I see that. Yeah, because when I think about you like gently misting the walls of somebody's <laughs> house, that's not. <laughs> I like well, but here's why I like that approach. It's a thin layer of urine <laughs> over every surface. Yeah, but it's not apparent. Are you looking for, like, yeah. the snake? Or yeah, are you... Snake. Okay. Because I, for real, what I want... Like, what you want is to sit at your own home and think about the fact that they have piss <laughs> on their walls and they don't know it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want them to... I want the thought of them exploring their house and being like, what is that smell? God. <laughs> Chasing it and never like, being able... It's like first pee of the morning <laughs> after your coffee. Yeah. Maybe I had asparagus for dinner the night before, too. Didn't drink a lot of water. No, I'm perfectly (laughs) hydrated, or not hydrated, I'm perfectly dehydrated and concentrated. (laughs) And then I put it in my mister. 
Yeah. And then from the top down, like, you know, yeah. from the vents, around the vents, that way as the air moves. See, that's a little more subversive than I thought it was, because, like, the way <laughs> this song reads is very, like, in your face. I'm going to do it, like, right in front of you. I'm going to piss all the walls of your house. Yeah, like, while you're here watching me. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm going to whip it out, and here I go. You know, like, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking super soaker, you you kick the door down, and it's like, like a big stream. That's a, I think, a more direct way to do it. Yeah. But I like to play the long game. Yeah, you I, really do. I need you to really be thinking about it. You like to think, of, think about them, like, hanging a picture of their mom on the pee wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> or, like, their baby. Like, baby's first Christmas photo on a pee wall. <laughs> that would just be so That's great. That's really terrible. I know. That's how much I don't like people sometimes. Oh, my God. Certain people sometimes. Yeah. So that's the equivalent of my I want to spit into your open mouth song. It's like those people that you want to send the Jehovah's Witness to. Yeah. I've (laughs) done that a couple of times. (laughs) Let me tell you, there is no more satisfying revenge. Yeah. Because I've thought about the, I've entertained the the poop bomb, like Mm -hmm. the elephant poop and the glitter bombs. But I really like the Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Because somebody... I did a little more research into the Jehovah's Witness one, and they actually call to confirm the appointment. Yeah. But I think because it comes from an unknown number, people will not answer it. And the email. So here's the oh, other okay. thing. okay. So they, they email, too. They okay. send an email to confirm that you requested the... the <laughs> and I've done that. <laughs> I've confirmed through You email. put your own email in there and then <laughs> confirm it for somebody else? Don't be ridiculous. I put in a, a fake email. <laughs> and then well, I, that's what I mean, though. Like, you <laughs> yeah. put in an email that goes to you. Yeah, and then I confirm the appointment. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. Oh, my God. Fuck off. They deserve it. That's so funny. <laughs> somebody needs to be praying for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think the Jehovah's Witness really go above and beyond. They're just, really equipped. <laughs> yeah. They spread the message. <laughs> so <laughs> it's only when they really, really deserve it. But when they really, really deserve it, I'll get the address. Yeah. I'll find you. <laughs> so would you consider this to be like a revenge song? Mm. Uh, no, this is my plotting song. Oh, okay. It's my plotting song. Gotcha. This is the song that I listen to while I think about what you deserve. Like, gotcha. what is your fate? So. While you're, like, you know, figuring out what the sentence is. Yeah, do I send the Jehovah's Witness your way? It's like, you've already been convicted. How are we going to deal with you now? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, my God. I'm the, I'm the judge and the jury when I listen to that song. That's too good. Yeah, for sure. That is too good. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to number four. My number four is Jeremiah by Sierra Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> Another just really cute song. Adorable. Is this the Bee's Knees girl? It is. It's the Bee's Knees girl. Yeah, I liked that story. She's so cute. Like, just adorable little... Does she really have a tattoo of a bee on her knee? I believe so. Oh, my God. Like, because she has a music video online. Like, obviously, she's got a couple. But, I mean, like, the one that I saw multiple times, I'm pretty sure I saw one. That's if adorable. it's not there and I just imagined it, she needs to get one. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, Sierra Farrell. Yeah. I need you to get a bee's knees tattoo. If you don't have a bee's knees tattoo, you need to get one. <laughs> Missed opportunity, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, she's actually an artist that my husband uh, found online just, you know, looking at his stuff. Because he goes on deep dives on in different genres. One um, of my favorite things about your husband, the beard, yes, is his... Love for Nora Jones. Oh, man. He I is just, a sucker for a good chick band. Right. Like, that's Sheer one love. of the things that we really bond over. Mm-hmm. Um, I which think that's sounds funny. It's adorable. like, we're into the same ladies. 
precious thing. It's absolutely <laughs> adorable. But um, but he does. He really loves Nora Jones and Adele. <laughs> yeah, oh, like that's man. so adorable. The two of them are just his absolute favorite people. Um, he he loves it. Oh, hang on. Okay, ben I have likes- my volume turned down. I'm just going to check this real quick and make sure that she has. The tattoo. I need you to check. Ben has a thing for, uh, like, he knows a lot of the Kelly Clarkson songs. Oh, yeah. So, like, listening to Ben sing Lady Artists, Mm -hmm. the ones that he does the best are Kelly Clarkson, Shakira, um, a couple Christina Aguilera's. Yeah. A lot of Taylor Swift. um, Oh, yeah. It's right at the beginning of the video. She's got the B. She's got the B. On her knee. I'm going back a little bit. She's got a B. Go back 10 seconds and, like, just watch that but yeah she does have the tattoo she's freaking adorable and um so he was doing a deep dive and like you he what he gets his music through youtube yeah he's an older fella um older than me at least stuff that's <laughs> precious and oh, you guys have matching nose rings i know it's she cute she's adorable i love her little bee's knee that's precious but yeah she's she's effing hat. cute yeah. And um, so Brad was doing his deep dive on different things on YouTube because that's his uh, that's his Spotify, basically. That's I have a friend that does that, too. Um, and he saves himself playlists, which are also music videos and stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, like most of it is like Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because like that was his teenage era. Primus. Y- you Primus. Said Primus. Yeah. yeah, before Primus. Yeah. yeah. So it's like all of his all of his teen stuff that he really liked Metallica. when he was younger. Yeah. Yes. Like all that stuff's on there. But then he starts like exploring other things. Like he really liked likes a uh, Tyler Childers, Coulter Wall, like that kind of stuff too. Nice. And while he was looking into those two, Sierra Farrell popped up. Nice. And um immediately he was just like, Oh, you're gonna like this one. My wife, yeah, will love you. <laughs> yeah, my wife will leave me for you. Exactly. <laughs> but she is. She's so cute. And like the whole album that she put out that this song is on is just absolutely adorable. Yeah, well, love every second of it. She looks like she can carry it. Yeah, she can. She's yeah. got the whole style down. She just she found her niche and she is doing well. Yeah. Yep. I like her bee's knee. Yeah. Mine is. Oh, can't. oh, can't hardly wait. The replacements. Yeah. I was surprised that that wasn't higher up on the list. Oh, really? Because of the amount that I listened to that song. It's driven been crazy. <laughs> it's definitely like I can tell he can tell and I can tell when he's had enough of me. Yeah. And so when did this song, when did this start for you? Uh, <laughs> when did this addiction begin? I'm thinking like. April, March. I thought you were going to say February, and I was about to smack you. <laughs> like, I can't believe you've been doing this for almost a year. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I And the thing is, is I was thinking February, but I'm not, I don't know if that's accurate or not. Here's why. Here's how it came back into my life. Because, like, I realize, we watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. And so the first couple times you watch something, you don't really pay attention to all of the stuff. So, or the first time you watch something, you catch that song, and then you're obsessed with it. And this was in an episode of The Bear, which apparently I just love the shit out of that show because I've made so many playlists after watching episodes of it. Yeah. And, like, that's... It's your muse. It is my muse. And that little dude is amazing in yeah. it. He's so adorable. I saw a recent thing online where people were like, why isn't he playing the new Willy Wonka? Because I know. apparently he looks exactly like Gene Wilder. He does. He looks dead I'm on like, the dude. what the yeah. But anyway. Um, in this, Can't Hardly Wait plays, he's, like, just, he's trying to, 
the storyline has something to do with him trying to rebuild this restaurant with the people that work there. And it used to be his brother's restaurant. His brother's dead now. And so then there's this girl that shows up from his past. Her name is Claire. And he's in love with her. Oh, God. And there he's like showing her the restaurant. And the dude shows up to like pick up his tools. And he's like friend of the family and he's like I gotta get my tools Carmine Carmine's like fuck your tools and he tells him to leave <laughs> and then he just walks up to that girl and very slowly with and it's like I what I am starting to pay a lot of attention to now is like I think consent is so fucking sexy now <laughs> And he just, like, very slowly kisses her and, like, kind of, like, puts himself forward for her to make the first move. Oh, okay. And that song is playing in the background. Okay, I see. So he can't hardly wait. Oh, nice. For her to touch him. Got you. Yes. And I was just, like, I that moment is just so beautiful. Yeah. And then that song, because I've heard it other times, but to hear it like that. Yeah. With this little guy that I have such a crush on. Yeah. I have such a crush on this guy. <laughs> and, like, for it to be all of that, it, it I just can't stop listening to it. It all just came together in a perfect moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah like, the YouTube video where, it's like, you can pull up the YouTube video from the bear where Carmi kisses, kisses Claire. It's Carmi kisses Claire. Mm-hmm. And that song is playing. And right when they go, do, 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 the, the, brass section takes off their kissing. Aww. And it's like, I get goosebumps. Just like I love oh. a good kissing scene. Yes! I always look at Brandon and I'm like, they're kissing! They're kissing! He just loves her so much! <laughs> like, he just really loves her. Yeah. And then just the fact that he's so, you know, precious and gentle about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like, I haven't watched it, but it seems from, like from what I've seen, he's not very precious and gentle anymore. Else. No, he's like all, he's running a fucking restaurant and yeah. like losing his goddamn mind and throwing shit most of the time. Yeah, like the first season. So he's, getting to see him in like a precious, vulnerable moment is very cute. It was so sweet. He's <laughs> just so like excited to kiss Claire. It's like, Aww. yeah. And every time you listen to the song, it's like you think very about first love. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> isn't it cute when a boy just can't wait to kiss you? Like, <laughs> isn't that adorable though? It's cute. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. When there is consent. <laughs> well, yeah, then too. <laughs> just generally awkward. I just really don't like it at all. Not even at all. No. <laughs> so that's why I can't hardly wait for me. Oh, very nice. Yes. That's an adorable story. I think that's like the cutest song that you picked. It is really cute. <laughs> I know, because I don't really have a lot. I got... I got songs about pissing on houses. And yeah, I mean, You Ain't Mine is kind of like, you know. Like, a raunchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. I love that. And you're number five. Oh, my number five's a good one. It's great. It's a freaking good one. Yeah. It's an oldie but a goodie. This one is also very theatrical. Yeah, it yeah. It takes a lot of raw emotion to sing. It was also on... The Drama Queen's Shower Concert Mix. I feel like it was number two. It was number two. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And it is I'd Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is appropriate, I think. Oh, my God. For 2023. Yeah. That's an appropriate title. (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) It's like, you know, we're all coming out of the pandemic. We just want somebody to touch us. (laughs) (laughs) What's a boundary? (laughs) What is it? I don't even know anymore. (laughs) I would do anything 
but I won't do whatever that thing is that is. Yeah, like, I don't know. I've listened to it a couple of times, and I'm trying to figure out what he won't do. Is it butt stuff? No, I think the general message is, I don't want to fall in love with you because you're going to run around on me. Oh. And he's like, he's like, I'll do anything but run around on you, girl. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what he's saying. I would do anything for love. Yeah. But but I won't run around on you, so you you safe. I won't run around on you. Maybe that's just what I'm hoping it says, but that's kind of what I've gotten from it. But wouldn't wouldn't you normally not run around on somebody if you're doing things for love? If you're meatloaf? (laughs) Yeah. Like, people are just slanging pussy at you. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I didn't realize meatloaf had quite the draw. (laughs) Um, Have you not seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? He has a cult following. <laughs> Not in many years. Oh, man. I need to... I'd like to do it live, because... Oh, yeah. Like you a, got to. Yeah, but Ben is so against it, and I don't know why. Why? Because he's against fun. Like, he likes poppy girl fun. He would watch Mean Girls. <laughs> he likes Mandy Moore. Yeah. He'll watch Mean Girls. Yeah. And Rocky Perfect. Horror Picture Show is, like, the exact opposite of Mandy Moore. Yeah, see, like, he would rather watch Mandy Moore. He'd rather watch A Walk to Remember than Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, and that's, that's been a conversation that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> the Notebook, too. Yeah, that's him. But, so, yeah, yeah I mean, like, I think, I think he would do, he would do anything for love. Which might make somebody feel like you're going to do anything with anybody. Right. But I guess he's so. not going to run For around. For physical act of love. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is about sex. It's yeah. not like love, love. No, really. No. <laughs> I don't know that I've paid attention enough. No, the whole song is about his dick. <laughs> Yeah, no, the entire song is about sexual love. <laughs> oh, dude, I gotta have to, I gotta do a re-listen, re-listen now. This is I've like, listened to it, obviously, a lot this year. Yeah, so you're unpacking this, so it's about sex. Yeah, yeah, it's a sexy song about, I'm not gonna cheat on you, but I do want it. <laughs> I would do anything for love. Yeah, I would do anything for sex, but I'm not gonna run around on you. Oh my goodness, no wonder she's so hesitant to trust him in the middle. Yeah. When I get too hot. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. she does that. I don't know who that is. I feel like it, her voice is very distinct. I think that like she sounds like she's been smoking since the womb. I'm wondering if it's like one of those amazing background ladies that's in the back of everybody. Right, yeah. yeah. She's like, like she's like, if you need a background singer, you gotta call this lady. Yeah, the like the one chick that was the in the back of Tom Petty, I don't wanna come uh, don't come around here no more. She sings in, she's the same person that busts out during uh, Gimme Shelter for Rolling Stones. And so it's like, is there, there's that one lady that sang for John Cougar Mellencamp and she bounces around. I just, it, she sounds like she's got to be on other stuff. Yeah. It looks like her name is Lorraine Crosby. Ooh, okay. Lorraine Crosby. What have you been in? Her debut album, Mrs. Loud, was released in 2008. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay, let's see. Any relation to... Performing with Bonnie Tyler. Okay, see, there you go. Yeah. That's why. Yep. She is one of those. Career inspired by Tina Turner. Yep. Look at that. She's been doing it. Absolutely. It looks like she's been recording with... Meatloaf, Cher, Melissa Etheridge, Bonnie Tyler. Yeah, she's been... 
So we have heard her in the She's background been of in a lot of things, yeah. She was in a Michael Bay-directed music video. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wait a minute. He didn't put what's-her-face in that? Who? Megan Fox. Oh. She's always in everything. She's gross. Her lips are always really shiny, and it's not from lip gloss. No. It's not. Not when she's been in a Michael Bay movie. Sorry. <laughs> I just have given it a lot of I've given it a lot of thought. She's in a lot of You've things. given it a lot of th- what's on Megan Fox's lips is on your brain a lot. <laughs> she's in a lot of his films and everybody's like they tried to act like she was a good actress. Okay, is she in a lot of his films or have you just been made to watch Transformers a lot? There it is. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> okay. And I was like, she's not a good actress. All she no, does she's is not. this. <sighs> That's her big line. Isn't she the one who was in that horror movie, Jennifer's Body? I I don't know. Probably. I think is so. Is that Jennifer's Body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Megan Fox? Megan Fox wearing Jennifer's Body. I, think. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand it, dude. Every time I see her, I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> she is gross. I shouldn't lodge that much hate against somebody that has literally done nothing to no, me. No, I think she is one of those weird people, though, because I've heard a lot of, like, weird stories about her and Machine Gun Kelly, like, <laughs> like wearing each other's blood and shit. Yeah, like, see, why you gotta be I like don't, that? Like, I'm a weirdo, but that's not weird. Yeah, like, if you're gonna do that, you keep it at home. Mm, yeah. Don't tell me about it. Yeah. Don't, mm. I don't want to be involved in that. <laughs> that's so unsanitary. Right. It feels like you're part of some kind of satanic cult when you're yeah. wanting to sample other Exactly, and it's like, if you've seen her face, like... It's always covered in <laughs> Michael Bay's semen. I have. <laughs> We know what her face is covered in. Yeah. It's definitely not lip gloss. <laughs> My lip gloss is popping. My lip gloss is cool. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I don't mean it to be that mean, but I don't like her. Look, that's a very serious allegation. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Allegedly, her face is covered in Michael Bay's <laughs> I can't speak with confidence. I've never been in the room with them. Yeah. It's just what I suspect. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I was not present at the cum shot, but. (laughs) It's called Money Shot. (laughs) I've actually watched that documentary too. Oh my god. (laughs) There's one about Pornhub. I totally watched that. (laughs) That's so terrible. You need to cool it on these documentaries, dude. I I will. I will, because what will happen is I will be so burnt out, and I will yeah. be so depressed. Your information nest is very full. <laughs> I will start to lose the will to live, yeah. and then I will trauma Remind dump. Remind me of that lady in the in the labyrinth with all of the, <laughs> with all of the things on her back, but it's all, like, information from documentaries. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm going to start feeling, and then I'm going to trauma dump and just watch cartoons. <laughs> For, like, three weeks, I'm just oh going to be like, God. I'm watching Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> And never-ending story. Yeah. And Sword in the Stone, and then I'll be fine. Yeah. Just that for three three weeks. <laughs> Jeez. So we've gone from meatloaf to money shots. Yes. And now I'm my number five. Now you're number five. All right. My number five is Modern Love by David Bowie. Isn't that precious? That's so amazing. Yeah. I was I was like I was like 
my friend is cool. Yeah, I'm not as cool as you think. <laughs> but when I saw it, was like he was like one of your top artists for the year. He I'm was like, my top. There artist. are people out there that wish they listened to David Bowie that much. I listened to him the top two percent of times. Yeah, which is crazy because is. when you think about like how much music and how many people. It's a global amount. Like, that's intense. I did a thing where I, wa- like, listened to all of the albums that were available on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I listened to Rebel Rebel and Modern Love on repeat for <laughs> the equivalent of yeah, 17 months. Yeah, you, like, months. actually listened to the whole catalog. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. And then I just listened to those two songs. <laughs> for the equivalent of, like, two months. Yeah. <laughs> you listened to the whole thing, and then you were like, these are my favorite babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I love these babies. <laughs> And I'm not that cool either because the reason why I love Modern Love as much as I love Modern Love is because the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert in the UK. Yeah. The lead singer of Supergrass is singing with members of the the David Bowie's band and other people. And um, I have a crush on that guy. Yeah. I really do. It's like it I broke a little bit watching him sing David Bowie. Yeah. And every time now I listen to Modern <laughs> Love, I do the same little dances that he does on stage. Yeah. So it really has nothing to do with David Bowie. No. It's because I love Supergrass. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of that sexy little man baby. It is. He's adorable. He's so tiny. And he's got the little hat. Was he the one who was wearing the jumpsuit or was that a different one? That's a, that's the, that's a different guy. Oh, okay. This guy was the guy. He had a little hat, little sunglasses, and the long jacket. Oh, yeah. He's, I wasn't a fan. I love him. <laughs> And he does the thing where he, like, comes up to the microphone and, like, sizes the crowd up before he starts singing. Yeah. And you like, like him because he has short man syndrome. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I'm short, too. Yeah. Every once in You're a like, while. like, little people unite. We do. Yeah. Every once in a while, enough of that chemistry can combine in a tiny person. <laughs> and it's explosive. Yeah. And he has explosive tiny syndrome. Yeah. I love him so fucking much. Which and is strange because you usually like six foot and taller. Yeah, I, that's what I date. Yeah. <laughs> <Mary>. <laughs> Your real life taste. <laughs> my real life taste is the opposite of my crushes. <laughs> but I crush so hard on tiny people. Yeah. Dude, I I've been crushing really hard on Henry Cavill lately. <laughs> and he is out of my wheelhouse. You like, and my husband both. <laughs> like I'm like a I'm like a Jack Black, Zach Galifianakis kind of girl. <laughs> But for some reason, I've been crushing hardcore on Henry Cavill. Oh, my God. And I'm like, he's got too many muscles for my taste. But then I'm like, oh, damn. Like, but look at that. What is this muscle? There's oh, this man. muscle up here that runs from your neck all the way down to your... Yeah. And it's really defined on and him. I think it. I think it just is kind of like my daddy issues. Because, like, watching him in The Witcher, he's like a surrogate dad. Yes. And then I watched him in, like, some crime drama he was in. And he was somebody's dad. And I was like, oh... <laughs> you fine. Yeah. <laughs> I only like him as a dad. <laughs> ben really likes his jawline as well. You're not alone. <laughs> That's another thing, though, is I don't like him clean shaven. No, I don't really think I like anybody clean shaven. Mm. Don Draper. Which is John Hamm. John Hamm can pull off a clean-shaven look. Yeah. You are absolutely right. That's the guy. Yeah. I don't think anybody else looks that good. No. That's it. Maybe Kevin Bacon. That's it. No. Kevin Bacon is ugly. No. He is ugly. No. He is. <laughs> no, I'm telling I recently watched Flatliners. <laughs> Dude, how good is that? I love it so it's much. It's so good. It's so good. 
It's really good. Yes. Um, but Kevin Bacon is an <laughs> ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I love Kevin Bacon. He is ugly as sin, dude. He's yeah. No, he reminds me of that the crater face guy from Greece. No. Yeah, he does. He does. No, that's not fair. <laughs> yep. Kevin Bacon looks tasty like bacon. No. Yes. No, he does. <laughs> he looks about as burnt as bacon. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's crispy bacon too. It's just too crispy. Too crispy. I yeah. I guess I do like my bacon to be a little bit more fatty than that. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he's just he's too sinewy and his face is weird. Mm. My mom had a crush on him, and when I watched his old stuff, like if you watch Footloose, you kind of have a crush on him. No, I wasn't into him Footloose either. No, no. I was more into the girl than I was. <laughs> like, I, love I was more into John Lithgow. <laughs> To be fair, though, who isn't? I don't know. When John Lithgow is there, that's who you pay attention oh, yeah. to. Absolutely. That's the guy. <laughs> After I watched him in Dexter, I had to rewatch Third Rock from the Sun to make myself feel better. Because that was, was such a good show. I was so afraid of him. Again, I was more into the girl than I was any of the guys <laughs> in that show. The tall blonde one? No, I've been in love with Joseph Gordon-Levitt since... I only... Loved like him. I've only loved him in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, he's great in that. That's the only thing that I really like. I in. will watch him in everything and I will love him in everything. It's the longest relationship I've ever been in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I think I saw 500 Days of, of Summer and I yeah. was like, ew. Well, he's a little sad in that. He's really cringe in that. He's, he's not a little sad. He is cringe. He's good at playing like weird, sad dudes. Uh, he's really good in 50 50. True, but he's also dying in 50-50, so I'm like... Weird, sad dudes. We're almost there. <laughs> We're almost there. We're close. <laughs> so close, I can almost stay safe. You know who else is in that? Seth Rogen, who is my other fat he's crush. He's in... Oh, I'm sorry, 50-50. I was yeah. like, hold on, he's in Third Rock? No, oh, he's in 50-50. Okay. <laughs> it's like, what episode? <laughs> you were looking at me weird, and I'm like... 50-50. Yeah, 50-50. It's yeah. about his real life friend. I like him a lot. I do too. I think he's a cool dude. Yeah, but now he's like thin and rich. And I'm like, I don't like you anymore. I, need, I liked you when you were fat and poor. I need, it's a safety net. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to need me. Yeah. I need, I need you. you to have low enough self-esteem to like me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. He's like, now he's doing this Airbnb where you can come smoke pot and do pottery with him. Like, he can teach you a pottery class. That just sounds gay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's like, he's like a really cultured, he's like giving you cultural experiences. Yeah. And no. you're like, no, my, like, my It's like, market. wait, you're the same guy that was in that North Korea movie, right? Yeah. Which, hang on, wait, which one is, what oh. What was that one? I don't the one is I can't it remember the name of it. Franco yeah. Take, yeah. I don't watch it. It's that like, one. how is that the same guy? And like, he was in Pineapple Express. Yeah. Like, he's in these really irreverent movies. Yeah. But then he's like, let me put on some glasses and teach you pottery. Yeah. And it's just like, what is this ghost? Yes. Like, <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's giving everybody their ghost moment with Ugh. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. But he's Seth Rogen and Not- he laughs like, <laughs> yeah. So he could give me that Patrick Swayze moment, and then, uh, what's his face? Ryan Gosling can give me the dirty dancing Patrick Swayze moment. Oh my gosh. I need him to open an Airbnb. He's clean shaven almost all the time, too. He looks good there, too. Yeah. I don't know. No? I don't know if he looks good all the time clean shaven. No? No. I think he just is always looking good. <laughs> He's got an angle. He does. <laughs> it's, 
He does. And it's nice and smooth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is Ken, so he's probably smooth all over, right? Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Oh, yeah. No. There's a saying now that's, I am Kenuff. Oh. Yeah. How cute. I know. I bought Ben a sweatshirt that said, I am Kenuff. And he wears it. (laughs) Yeah. It's adorable. Oh, man. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, back to David Bowie. Yeah, to David Bowie. So, yeah, I'm not that cool. I only really enjoy Modern Love because I watched... Because you were crushing on somebody? Some dude from a 90s British band. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Man, okay, so you have, like, either, like, punk angry songs, Mm -hmm. or you have songs that inspire a crush. Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of it's like the bear and the, the what's it? The guy from The Thing. The Supergrass guy. Yeah. I'm a romantic at heart. (laughs) But I'm angry about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, cat, pet me, but I hate you. (laughs) Yeah, like, pet me, but I'm going to go slinking away from your hands and then try to put it on my back. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And there's going to be an invisible boundary between us, and you're never going to be able to break the threshold. That's adorable. But please pet me. Yeah. (laughs) Pet me, but I hate you. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's our year, our year wrapped. Yeah. Unwrapped. But that was the top songs. Now, what I didn't understand was that my top songs did not correlate with my top artists. Yes. I was really confused by that. Because yes. my top artist of the year was Lady Gaga. But in my top songs of the year, there were no Lady Gaga songs. Yeah, that is interesting. And so I thought that was kind of odd. I was like, uh, so I didn't listen to her the most, but she's my top artist? Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means exactly. David Bowie was my top artist. Yeah, and he's actually on your list, He's though. in my top five, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, David Bowie was my top artist. I wonder if it's, like, you listen to them the most, but it wasn't just one particular song. It could be. Like, it was, like, a mixture of songs. Yeah. And, like, I listened to, I'm trying to remember the other bands, Misfits was on there. Okay. Pearl Jam was on there, to nobody's surprise. Yeah. Florence um, and the Machine was on mine. Yeah. And she's, like, a barefoot pixie princess. Yep. So it's like, <laughs> duh. female lady in chick rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense for you. Yep. The I'm trying to think of who else was on my list. It was, uh... Um, I took a screenshot of mine. Uh, where is it? No, that's my face. Um, that's my face. <laughs> oh, Sierra Farrell was on my top artist. Okay, see, you had so, some yeah. crossovers. And she was my number three... And my number four. So she's my number three artist, but my number four song. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think mine was, my, one of my other ones was The White Stripes. And yeah. again, that's you. Yeah. That's your influence coming. I like that I had an Anna. I've infiltrated your life. Yeah. I had an Anna influence on both of my top fives. Like my top five artists and my top five songs had an Anna influence yeah. in both, which I appreciated. Hell yeah. That just means you're open to more stuff than I am. I'm yeah. like, my stuff. <laughs> try to be i'm working on myself yeah i'm trying to not only listen to just pearl jam all of the time i mean are you though not hard enough (laughs) all of the time i go i still like it carved out months for me more than one month for me where it was like you listen to only pearl jam for all of this or you mostly listen to pearl jam for all of this yeah and it wasn't um it it was a lot of it was a lot of time yeah. And I'm not surprised. I do that. No, I mean, like, it, there's nothing wrong with having a favorite band. I don't think so. No. Not at all. Like, I mean, I've been listening to Lady Gaga. Lady, Lady Gaga's probably been my top artist since 2008. I, I, I mean, have to agree. Let's be real. I am a very simple girl. <laughs> we became we became friends in, like, 2012-ish. 
And yeah. Lady Gaga was as relevant to you then as she is now. Yeah. In 2023. So, yeah, I think that that's a fair statement. Yeah. Like, the you've been trying to get me to listen to some of her B-cuts the entire time. Oh, like, man. one was hair, I think, right? Oh, yeah, she hair was great. Hair. Yeah, that was a, that was one. Yeah. Um, the songs that she did after her grandma died, the Joanna. Oh, Joanna, yeah. 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 That album was really good. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few where you're just like, I, I know that you like... Paparazzi, but also try. Yeah, like I know Paparazzi's on the radio, but she has other songs. Yeah, give it a try. Right. Yeah, it's like you know, I know you like Disco Stick, but you also need to listen listen to Speechless because it's fantastic. Who doesn't like Disco Stick? I don't know. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But I did. I did skip out on Art Pop. And I did skip out on the one where she did the collab with uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. I, I did skip out on those. Yeah. Um, there's, like, one or two songs from Art Pop that I'll listen to. Like, I've listened to Applause and then that Venus song that sounds like she's saying penis over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> but that one's just for shits and giggles. <laughs> but, That's uh, good. But, yeah, like, I I really liked uh, the Fame Monster and, and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, She's a bucket list for me for concerts. I'd like to see her. Yeah, I, I honest, I see her turning into one of those like Vegas artists. Me too. Like how Celine Dion and Britney Spears and every like they just become a purely Vegas artist. I feel like I would travel. She's puts on such a show. Oh yeah, it's easier. It would be easier. Yeah. for people to compare. But. I love seeing all the clips from her shows where she's like, "Why'd you bring your damn kids?" <laughs> If you didn't want to see trannies, you shouldn't have brought your kids. And yeah. then she like starts playing a song. <laughs> Why, <drink it? laughs> Why are you here yeah. with your hate? Yeah. I love that about her though. Yeah. Why and are it's you like, here? She's always been so like out there. Like whenever I see her interviews and stuff, it's like she's either saying something really sweet or really outlandish. Yeah. Like <laughs> when they were saying like, so there are rumors going around that you have a penis. And she's like, so what if I do? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I think that's amazing. She's like, they, what would be wrong with that? <laughs> when they came after her for gaining weight and she was like, you have no right to comment on my body. Yeah. They were yeah, like, like, it was after the Super Bowl because they were like, oh, she had a little tummy over her tiny shorts. And it's like, excuse me. I was being suspended over how many thousands of people yeah, while playing the piano. Like at that point, I think she's like close to her 30s, which of course, when you're in your 30s, stuff starts to kind of droop a little bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, no matter how skinny you are, things start to loosen up she's also like the right proportion yeah so shut up like she's also fucking adorable so be quiet yeah like i just really appreciated that she was like you have no right to comment on my body like that and it just shut it down yeah it wasn't like it's like i'm sorry do i know you i don't have to apologize to you for the way that you feel about my body yeah i think that's legit yeah that's that's the kind of shit that and like, it was like I think she's already always prided herself on being a role model. So yes. I think her responses are well thought out in in terms of who's listening to them and who needs to hear that. Yeah, because what she's good at doing in a couple of words is real art artistically being like shut the fuck up. Yeah, and giving people the vocabulary to do the same for themselves. Yeah. I think that's awesome. It's like, there's nothing wrong with you looking at somebody and being like, you have no right to comment on my body. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
know. So what if I do have a penis? <laughs> yeah. What so is what? the point? What is the relevance? I of love that? it because I think in the in the video she's like eating ice out of a cup or something like that. Like she's just <laughs> yeah. like sitting there like a little raccoon, like eating ice out of a cup, and she's like so. <laughs> It's like she's just totally unfazed by the I, question. I don't like it. Dare didn't, didn't shock her at all. That's because she's amazing. Yeah, that's what I feel like. That's what kind of uh, role models women need nowadays. Oh yeah. Anyway, somebody who's just gonna be sassy. Yeah. So what if I do? Yeah. <laughs> and what? Yeah. Yes, and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was our year wrapped. Yeah. Unwrapped. Unwrapping our wrap here. Of 2023. Yeah. It's good stuff. I think so. I think I think it was a good representation of how we spent our year. Especially since it's like, you know, this is a, this podcast is kind of like a new thing that we started and like making mixes and stuff is definitely affected. The listening. Yeah. It does. It affects, it affects what you're listening to and how much you're listening to it. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think all of the songs that I picked are on, are on at least one mix that I've sent you. If they not are. two. If not two. Yeah. I feel like that's the same for mine. Yeah. I put, I think I've put every single one of those on a playlist. Yep. It's good stuff. So we got to do the thing. We got to tell everybody to listen to us on all of the all of the stuff. Yeah, I can't remember what all the stuff is. Thanks for listening. However, you're doing that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening on whatever platform you're already listening to us on. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, please continue. <laughs> and uh, I think our next recording is probably not going to be until 2024. Yeah. So more than likely. Yeah, more than likely that'll be. More than likely by the time they hear this one, it'll also be 2024. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so thanks for listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll see you then. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.